Tuesday Night Talk is a part of Real Sound Reviews YouTube channel where I make tutorial, reviews and many incredible things to help you in sound creation. You can support by donation on patreon.com zdv and indeed subscribe to never miss a single episode. Today, Night Talk. Today, I'm very glad to receive Monica Quote, alias Nordra, for her project. And um, I think we can qualify your music somewhere between noise, uh, atmospheric music, and industrial. Uh, first, I would be curious to know uh, um, what were the artists who uh, influenced you, uh, whether it is um, in music or other artistic field? I think early on I had a, a big kind of IDM influence. Um, it, like Aphex Twin really influenced me a lot. I really am very interested in, in new music. Um, there's, a, there's a composer named Igor Wykovich, who, a uh, French composer from the 70s, who mm -hmm. brought in new music elements and operatic kind of elements uh, to sort of make rock orchestral music. Um, and it just, the pairing of the two really, uh, really inspired me. It just kind of showed me that you can make any kind of music you want and it doesn't have to fit in a certain genre. I feel like it could be categorized as like a, like chamber rock or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I think I think classical music is kind of the undertone of a lot of what I do. And in terms of other artists, um, I really enjoy the like distortion, you know, paintings of like this one Italian, um, Southern Italian painter named Agostino Arrivabene. He has a very beautiful way of distorting and making these like aesthetic landscapes that are very, very human experience oriented, um, but not realistic, you know, not reality-based uh, painting. Kind of like Francis Bacon style warping mm -hmm. of faces and things like that. Um, but in a very, very almost ambient music inspired way where the colors are really pastel and like, there's a beauty to it instead of the kind of ugliness of maybe, you know, Francis Bacon kind of paintings. But, um, yeah, yeah. I really like, um, I really like when beauty and, uh, disgustingness can, can live in one, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my whole, I guess, fascination with art in general, any kind of, format dance as well i mean i've seen really just you know i've worked with a lot of dancers and they 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 can do extremely ugly movements in in such a and, and create such a beautiful visceral response from their audiences you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to I, I like to connect the dots between technique and creation on that channel and i was uh quite surprised because um, when I saw you live, you were one of the few artists, uh, if I remember well, who didn't have a laptop on stage. And 
you had this mix of uh, keyboards, a boomerang, couple of loopers, guitar, uh, effects. It was kind of uh, messy and interesting at the same time, like um, chaos that was uh, under some control. And uh, uh, so you, you could uh, maybe tell us more about the kind of rig you are using. And um, also, uh, I was wondering if you use this setup to create or if you compose on um, first on a DAW and then you try live to recreate something? Yeah, good questions. Um, well, to answer the first question, I yeah, I use a lot of live instruments. Um, it's, it's pretty much um, so that I can be present when I'm performing. I mean, I, I didn't really understand we, we do a lot of things and we are very just in the dark of why we do them. So I started playing, mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I grew up playing in metal and punk bands, you know, as a child and, and, and instruments is kind of how I got into music. You know, I didn't really, it wasn't, um, I'm not like a Gen Zer where it's just like, you can possibly just, you know, get a DAW and that's your first experience with music. Um, so it's just kind of what I knew and what I started to do. And then I started to realize, okay, this is, there's this option where I can move to a laptop and I can, I can, I can do this, uh, this format as well. And, and it can, it can result in a completely great performance as well. Um, but I just decided that I like to, I like the pressure and the, the the presence of needing to to play a note correctly or or play it exactly how I I need to play it in the moment um, it sounds really I've I've heard people say things like that before and I just never really believed them but and I've said it before and I in the past and I didn't and now I don't believe that I felt that way then it's really strange but right now I. I value presence in a in a in a much deeper way than I ever did before, and now I understand why I've been doing doing live instruments live, you know, for my performances. It's it's just to put me put me on the stage, um, pretty much. What was the second question? If you uh, compose or create using this setup, or if you uh, use a laptop in your studio, uh, you were mentioning Pro Tools, so maybe this is just a recorder or this is a DAW to write music? It's it's hard to say. The Nordra music um, that has been released thus far, a lot of it, I mean, one record was just made all with my setup uh, live. I actually prefer to make music like that, uh, but the other records are dance scores, so I created that all in a DAW. Uh, and then reimagined how to play them live. So I can say that I, I, I've done both a lot, but I don't, I like, I prefer the live uh, creation for sure. Uh, I like to physically interact with music. Um, actually, I, I just think it's a faster, more effective process for me. Uh, with the DAW, it's great. I can, I can, it's a utility for certain things, for sure. Um, and I do a lot of really good work in it, but um, 
it's honestly a mixture of both. I pretty much make things live and then move them into the DAW and then try to reimagine them in a, in a way that's physically maybe impossible for me. Um, and then try to figure out how to do that live essentially. So what is the, uh, the part of the amount, uh, let's say of improvisation in what you're doing live or when you write music? Guitar, the guitar work that I do is mostly improvised. Um, mm. it's not, um, it definitely has a structure. There's not a lot of improvisation in my music. It's very, um, specific. If there's improvisation, it's because I haven't practiced a lot. Like, let's just say if it were up to me, mm -hmm. there would be, there would be not a lot. I mean, obviously the reason for that is that I'm not, uh, able to let go quite yet. Um, I'm not able to accept the present quite yet. Um, maybe a few years from now, uh, 10 years from now, I will, my music will be very improvisational. I just am not ready for that yet. I, I like to control things. It's like part of my programming, part of a lot of people I know have that programming and, and some people don't, some people are really free. They can let go. They can enjoy being present and making decisions on the spot. Um, But when I'm alone on stage, I feel it's, it's hard, you know, I, it's taken me a, a lot of years to, uh, feel comfortable and feel power on the stage. So I think improvisation is, is just a, it's a hard ask for me at this moment, but I'm working towards it. Power also in in the sense that you don't let go, or also because you try to build uh, some kind of wall of sound. Um, no, yeah, because the first one, basically, like power, yeah. self power, I guess, creating space for myself, you know, mm -hmm. being able to feel and be on the stage without thoughts coming in. How many people are here? All these people are looking at me right now. Uh, you know, my G string just broke. You know, being <laughs> able to adapt, have room to adapt mm -hmm. to the present. That I think is power. So this is a good transition because my, my next question will be somehow maybe about this empowerment. Uh, You define uh, your music as militant, ambient, industrial. I am very curious to know more about what this militant means uh, inside this definition. You know, I, I wrote that phrase down a while ago because it just mm -hmm. felt right. I don't know what militant means. I, I think that it meant and could mean or meant to my former self that... Um, It's kind of like a, a disturbing, um, machine-like, non-human display of, of power. So, I don't know, because I, because I, because it's, some of my drum programming is a little bit more, um, I guess, persistent and like, anxiety kind of pr provoking, you know, I mean, a constant rattling of, of, of percussion is, it just reminds me of, 
of, I don't know. I think militant was just the adjective I used for it at the time. Um, maybe just to describe um, aggressive persistence or, or something like that. Okay, so it okay. I, I thought for a time that um, it would connect that with the um, some affirmative action, some political involvement that is a step aside from music, but still connected for you in uh, in a personal way. And you answer if you want or if if you find this uh, relevant, because maybe this is a uh, very personal. I don't know, but uh, as you were. Uh, sensitive when we met to uh, some uh, political content, for example, about Noam Chomsky or this kind of things. I, I connected the dots in my mind that, you know, this this way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I think the use of that adjective wasn't necessarily um, mm -hmm. pointed towards any politic conscious political leaning. I was I was involved in at the time. Not necessarily, um, but you know, subconsciously, I think that there's there's so much um, in just being a like, uh, not to just bring this up, uh, but like just being a, I guess, a a brown woman playing aggressive music or whatever aggressive evil I don't know non not light music. Um, mm -hmm. I think it it's just fun for me to, to 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 take the extremes like yes this is military music you know it's just an extreme exaggeration I I I tend to I tend to I love the extremes those are those that's part of my programming another thing that's part of my programming as a human but um so so yeah I mean I I I am I have a lot of opinions you know um that some are some are Some are good, some are probably not good. Um, they change over time. Uh, but I think that the use of the word militant, now that you bring up politics, I mean, it can be, it can be just me grabbing, like, from my, the depths of my insecurity to, 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 to take something that represents power and just give it to, to me, you know? Uh -huh. Um, and, I don't think, I think it's a, it's a, that is a thing people do and I do. Um, but I don't know if I need to do that anymore. I think I found a new way of, of accessing power. And so basically I'm going to lay that militant term to rest in describing my music. You are also involved in, uh, um, and uh, how, um, is it, very different from what you are doing um, in um, in Nordra or uh... yeah I, I think it's very different from Nordra I mean you can probably hear that I write music for it but um, it, it's quite different because it's currently it's kind of a, a rock band right now it's a trio it's very electronic based though there's a lot of drum like electronic drum programming and um, use of synthesizers um but um it's kind of more of that like art rock um the igor wykovich influence that i mentioned earlier it's it's a little bit leaning more towards that um where it's um 
you know, electronic industrial rock, perhaps. I mean, there's, there's definitely an element of industrial in it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite different. I, I sing, there's lyrics. I mean, like I'm playing guitar and singing primarily. Mm. That's, that's my role in it. Um, so it's quite different. I really like playing that music live. It's, I prefer playing it live probably more than, um, than Nordra, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not true. It comes in waves. It's not only on your shoulders. You can share the, uh, the pressure. Yeah. It's just so much more fun to play with people on stage. It's just, it's just, mm -hmm. it's just more fun for me. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to understand what that is currently, but, um, but yeah, it's true currently. So I have um, a very um, special question for every guest. This is the same. What um, What is your um, um, first early memories uh, when you were a child or teenager uh, connected to music? Mm. Early teenager? Hmm. Um, I mean, truly just... Truly just playing guitar in my room. I mean, I just, you know, I had my own room eventually. And I mean, even when I shared a room with my grandma, I would just, I would just be playing guitar. It, it was my happy place. Like I'd come home from, from school and, um, just close my door and I would just play for like six hours, like every day. I would play a lot. I, I was really, um, I was really interested in classical guitar and I, it's just really addicting to, to, to play sheet music, practice, you know, like playing etudes and stuff. It's just, it's very, it was very addicting for me. Um, and so I just kind of really, really got into that. Um, yeah. So it was just my happy place of just learning, learning music and, you know, by myself. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Monica, thank you very much for uh, being with us today. Uh, if you enjoy watching this content, please uh, like, uh, subscribe if you didn't already. And uh, I will see you on this channel very soon. <laughs>